0: Hello, it's Scott Hamilton. Another podcast movie review for you. I saw Dr. Sleep last night. Now, I am a longtime Stephen King fan. Some of the earliest books I read were recommended by my mom. Uh, She was in uh, a book club back in the 70s, and the first book she handed down to me, one of the very first ones, was The Shining and a a lot of the early Stephen King. Matter of fact, I followed Stephen King all the way up to Under the Dome, where I kind of stopped for a little bit. But anyway, um, so I am very well steeped in Stephen King books, all the adaptations of movies and TV shows we've had since, and I have to call Dr. Sleep one of the best adaptations of a King work. Now, I haven't read the book, Dr. Sleep, and now I really want to. But I am a huge fan of The Shining book and Stanley Kubrick's movie, which Stephen King has never been a fan of. Stanley Kubrick took a lot of creative license with the property, changed a lot of things, downplayed some of the supernatural elements, played up some of the uh, dad-going-crazy elements. Uh, didn't tie things together totally into the Stephen King world, changed the ending. Lots of things about Stanley Kubrick's Shining are different than the book. Now, Mike Flanagan, who has directed movies like Oculus and Gerald's Game and also uh, the Netflix series The Haunting of Hill House, uh, knows his way around horror, knows how to make quality horror films and shows. I think the guy is fabulous. And now he's probably my favorite Stephen King adaptor. <laughs> um, he had an unenviable task of, and he talked to Stephen King about this, not only making an adaptation of Dr. Sleep, which the novel is the sequel to The Shining book. Stephen King makes this very clear in the beginning of the book. Um, but he also acknowledges that we've had 40 years of Stanley Kubrick's version of The Shining in pop culture that millions of people have seen it and you can't really ignore it. So basically he's doing a sequel to the book and the movie The Shining and an adaptation of Dr. Sleep and he pulled it off. I gotta tell you I was excited to see this movie from the previews but I wasn't like super excited like I am for say Star Wars or a Marvel movie or something like that but I thought you know, this looks pretty good. Looks quality. Ewan McGregor's in it. You know, this 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 could be good. Rebecca Ferguson, I like her. Um, and as the reviews started coming out, I'm like, okay, this. I'm getting my hopes up. This sounds really, really great. Sat down, sat through all the previews. Nothing uh, really new in the previews last night at the AMC Prime. And then the movie started, and. It has obvious nods to The Shining, not just in things that happen, but I mean in directorial style. I recently watched The Shining and reviewed it on the 4K, which it looks amazing. But 1980's The Shining is not everybody's favorite movie. It is two and a half hours, very slow-paced, very psychological, very... You know, just just steep yourself in it and go along for the ride kind of movie. It's not action-packed. It's not full of frights and scares. It's just creepy and incredibly, well, it's very Stanley Kubrick. And you either like Stanley Kubrick or you don't. Like, I'm a big fan of 2001. I'm a big fan of The Shining. But The Shining doesn't go down in, in my list of great horror movies all the to- of all time because, it to me, it's not very horror-ish. Uh, Like I said, it's not real scary. It's creepy and it's strange, but it, you know, it doesn't. So Mike Flanagan's Dr. Sleep really opens... I don't want to give any spoilers, but it, it nods and and throwbacks to The Shining, gets you caught up on the story and the universe, and then proceeds to show some things that happened in parallel during the original time. And and you really don't have to see The Shining to enjoy Dr. Sleep. You are filled in with enough of that background early in the movie that, that you can go along with the story just fine. But if you have seen The Shining or read the book... You are going to absolutely love the Easter eggs that are dropped, the 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 signposts that pop up that say, "Oh wow, this does all connect, and it's all part of Stephen King's larger universe, and and definitely part of Stephen King's uh, total mythology." It wow, the performances in the movie are great, the directing is fantastic. Um, this movie is also two and a half hours, but flies by. It is while he does take some nods from Stanley Kubrick. There's a couple tracking shots, like they do go to the Overlook Hotel. You've seen this in the previews. Uh, there's a couple shots that are directly out of Stanley Kubrick's work, but the movie couldn't be more different. It it, it gives you so much to chew on, so much. Uh, Things you don't expect. Uh, there were a lot of things that they didn't put in the trailer, and I'm very thankful that I was surprised with. Avenues that the story went down that, that again, I haven't read Dr. Sleep, so I was completely unprepared for the mythology of the bad guys um, and how this relates back to the entity that possesses the hotel in the original Shining, the Overlook Hotel. Um, but what a great movie. I know there were people in the theater last night that may not be big Shining fans. Maybe they were a little young, and, and they walked out just raving about it in the men's bathroom after all the guys were like, man, that was really great. And I was blown away by the movie. It This is going to be one of my favorite movies of the year. I'm definitely going to own this. Uh, I will watch it again. I'm ready to go see it again now. It really was that good. It... It's not what you expect, especially if you've seen The Shining. And like I said, I watched it recently. I'm, I'm, I was very well up to speed on on what I thought this was going to be. And it's so much more. It it moves quickly. It gives you a lot of information. But it also backs it up with some really creepy, some really frightening things. Uh, there's one pretty hard-to-scene take that I am glad that they had the balls to put in, in a mainstream Warner Brothers Hollywood f- film um and overall i don't see anybody who's a fan of stephen king or the shining being unhappy with this film it it is really great mike flanagan direct all the stephen king films you want i even like this better than it chapter two which i thought was really good i thought both it movies were really well done but this was such a surprise such a pleasant surprise that i just absolutely love dr sleep i give it one of my highest recommendations i wasn't bored at all for two and a half hours i was thrilled i didn't want it to be over i like the way it ended i I really have almost zero complaints about the movie i'm trying to think of a complaint about the movie and I really don't have any. I thought it was a wonderful experience. Go to the movies and see it. Uh, I saw it in a prime so you had the big Dolby Atmos surround sound, you had the rumbling seats, the big scream. It was definitely a wonderful cinematic experience. Dr. Sleep, really, really enjoyed it. Mike Flanagan, keep directing these movies. Ewan McGregor, great job. Rebecca Ferguson, Recasting a lot of the cast from the original was a great idea. I, well, again, no spoilers, but there's some appearances of some characters you're familiar with. And instead of doing some kind of digital recreation or film clips from the original movie, they just recreated things. And I think that was the smartest way to go, to establish um, this movie on its own. While it does relate to Stephen King and The Shining in the book and the movie, this is its own cup of tea, and what a delicious cup it is. Go see Dr. Sleep and enjoy it. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. You, you can subscribe to these podcasts on all sorts of services like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, don't forget, if you have an iPhone, I'm already in your podcast app. Just look up Rockfile. I really appreciate your support, and thank you for listening.